Welcome to the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. Usually the intros to these episodes are far more uh, energetic than this one, but on a more serious note for this episode, the Cosmic Convergence Show is paying tribute to Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk, two WWE wrestlers that recently passed away. This show is our tribute to them, taking a look back at them and their careers we send out our sincere condolences to anybody who's been affected by either one of their passings. Please take a listen and join us in remembering. Good evening Bray and welcome and to Terry. the Cosmic Divergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. Some fat guy in Ohio, Brian, is unfortunately not with us tonight, but Scotty Tuhati has uh, graciously agreed to join us with our recording and tonight's recording is a recording that is much more of a somber recording than we've done and and episodes gone by and even seasons gone by bray wyatt has been one of our favorite wrestlers over the years and unfortunately he passed away today at the age of 36 from a heart attack uh, it was reported that he at one point had COVID, and that was the long illness that he was trying to recover from. And he was on his way back. It was a there were a lot of positive updates saying he was making a return soon, but he did pass away today at the age of thirty-six. And Doctor Love, it's never easy when we lose somebody, even though we don't know Bray and the person behind Bray. The character Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, even though we don't know him personally, we know his work. And it's always sad when somebody who the three of us have enjoyed over the years, whether it be the Wyatt family swap cult leader, whether it be the Firefly Funhouse guy, or the Fiend, it's, it's heartbreaking, you know? And it, I can't believe we have to have this conversation. Especially after Terry Funk was lost yesterday. So I do want to mention Terry Funk as well. And it, it, it's just one of those things where you, you're never prepared. You never want to think. You know, all, that's all going to happen to all of us sometime. But here we are. And it's happened with Bray. And it's just, it's one of those things where I'd, I'd rather be talking about something else tonight. But. Um. Yeah, no, I, I agree with uh, what you just said. And, of course, we're not the only ones that are mourning this loss. Um, of course, we need to keep um, his his family, his his w beloved wife, Jojo, in our prayers. And then, of course, his two little girls. Um, they lost a husband, father, and a good friend. And, of course, uh, his father, you know, losing a son. And to lose someone such as Bray in our generation um it, it hurts really bad for me because age wise he's only was only five years older than me and probably same age as five years older than you too big tim six probably for scotty but um to lose someone so close to age it really hits close to home and I know I'm not the only one. I have a few few of our listeners that have some memories they'd like to share 
on the show as well, and I have them here with us. Um, but before I delve into that, you know, I don't want to say that um, for personally watching Bray coming in as his original, starting off as the, the leader of the Wyatt family and seeing him grow was spectacular in character development. And he was a great storyteller. And I enjoyed every moment of watching him wrestle, watching him tell his stories. And for his last story to be with Uncle Howdy, it was a good, a very good, uh, I guess in this point, closing to an amazing career. Um, also, today I want to point out that AEW put out a statement, uh, you know, giving their thoughts and prayers and well, and, you know, and wishes to the family and to the fans and whatnot. Um, Scotty, if you have any words that you want to say, the, the floor is yours now. As the whole industry mourns the loss of a great friend and a performer, and our thoughts go out to the fit to Wyatt's family. And to everyone who knew and loved Mr. Bray Wyatt, does nobody remember that he was Husky Harris and a member of the Nexus? Like, did we? I, I realize a whole that whole part of his career was pretty forgettable, but yeah, he was, and that was a, a moment that kind of springboarded his career, and I. Ever since he came as Bray Wyatt, you know, you forgot about Husky Harris. Yeah, his pro was Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. And I know that they were planning on wanting to do something with that storyline. And that would have been really cool to see. But, you know, we can only, we can only speak from a uh, fan perspective here, you know. And he has touched a lot of lives. Um. And he I definitely know, has touched a lot of lives. I'm sorry to cut you off, Dr. Love. And but, I know... Oh. Sorry. My my phone was being goofy for a second. I'll, I'll cut that part out. But anyway, and I, I do want to say that even though I may not have liked some of his personal, or his wrestling personalities, the man was a genius. Okay, being able to go from one gimmick to another to another as seamlessly as he did was fantastic. And I'll let you take back over now, Doctor Love. I'm sorry. That, that's okay. No, um, I know if Brian, uh, some fat guy from Ohio, Brian could be here. Um, he definitely would have said that much everything that we've been saying and how amazing of a wrestler he was um but <clears throat> delving into some of our listeners uh comments um one listener uh by the name uh let me look here listener's name's james he wanted to he wants us to share with the world 
Watching the fiend helped him understand that the parts of him that seemed less normal could be the best parts of his persona. And that is uh, James speaking on the fact that Bray helped him see what the less normal sides of James's personality could be the best parts of him. And then another another listener, Michael, wanted to share with us. Um, watching Bray in NXT was something else, man, and not just that, but behind the scenes as well. He was such a creative, cre- su- such a creative wrestler in person, and that he never got to see his full potential, which is sad, but uh, beautiful words there. And then James also wants us to share that. Um, the Firefly Funhouse was always always made him laugh, and it may not have been everyone's cup of tea, but James loved it. And I've had other listeners who, you know, saying "Rest in peace, Bray," and that they'll miss you, and um, and of course, you know, as we sit here and and remember Bray, he is now. Tag teaming with Luke Harper up in heaven. Yes, he is. And Bray will always be a significant light part a part of our lives as wrestling fans. And he will be missed by many people. So, what are some of your favorite Bray Wyatt matches, Big Tim? So, some of them, I would say the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match that they that he had back in January of this year. Mm-hmm. So different, you know. Getting to see, are you able to hear me? By the way, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so different to see wrestling in blacklight. I I thought that was just such a cool concept of a match. Something that you don't normally get to see in any wrestling promotion. I don't care if you're AEW, WWE, Impact, Sh- uh, was it Shimmer, you know, all New Japan, any of these places. But the one match that will always stick out in my mind for Bray was when he won the WWE title in Elimination Chamber uh, all those years ago. And I believe that was his only WWE title reign, but I know he's had Universal title reigns more recently. But the first time he won the title, that match will always stick in my head. It's one of those, I'm going to say proud uncle moments, Mm -hmm. even though I'm not related related to him in any way. It's like, finally he got the big one. And that meant a lot to a lot of people at that time. What about you, uh, Scotty? Do you have any favorite matches? Well, speaking of the big one, he only has one WrestleMania victory. WrestleMania 30 beating John Cena. That's crazy to think about. Only one WrestleMania win? Mm-hmm. Yeah, next year at WrestleMania 31, he lost to The Undertaker, and that match would have been much better if it wasn't a day, wasn't during daylight. 
They should have done that uh, one match they did with uh, Undertaker and AJ. They should have done that with Bray instead. I think it was 2020, the match that Taker had with AJ. You referred to the Boneyard Bray. match. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't think of the name of the map. Thank you. Any others? Uh, my favorite, I've actually got two favorite matches. The one was the Pitch Black match, for sure. Um, that was one hell of a match. And then, of course, my second favorite match was the one with John Cena. That one was really very creative and very well done. Oh, I forgot about that one. Did. Um. We say goodbye to a legend. I know he's only 36, but in my book, he's still a legend. I hope that he's a fall femur one day. I really do. I agree. I don't see any reason why WWE won't put him in the Hall of Fame next year. I would like to see him in the Hall of Fame as soon as next year as well, but I got a feeling it may be a year or two. It, hopefully it, not. But... Hopefully not. I hope. I hope we do see him in the Hall of Fame next year. That would be a really nice um, moment. And really nice mem memorializing life of Bray Wyatt. I know we're just some, I know we're just some novice podcasters that talk about a little bit of wrestling here and there, but we do want to send out our sincere prayers, thoughts, and love to uh, the Rotunda family during this time. It, and I know it's a difficult time, but we want to share in, in that morning with the family. Definitely. I would, I would like to think that uh, Big Tim and I are on the same wavelength here, and we're going to give our uh, own uh, ten-bell salute to Bray Wyatt at the end of this podcast. Uh, that can be arranged. We can definitely do that. I'm going to guess that they're going to do that on SmackDown, too. Should be yeah. even nicer, but it's, it's something you don't prepare for. And, no. And it's something that will have to be dealt with on, a, on everybody's front eventually, but it's just... Never take your family, never take your friends for granted, because you never know when the last time is going to be. Mm -hmm. That is so, one of the things I want to get through tonight. What were you saying? So, this part you'll have to edit out so I can get some direction here. Um, this is probably going to be a very short episode, correct? That's fine. Okay. I figured it we're was. Coming up on the, we're coming up on the 15 minute mark, and um, I really don't know where else to, what else to say, you know, because it, it just, we're all so mind boggled. And that's why I was hoping we had like Brian to help kind of 
add more to the show. This is where you would cut it off at. Got it. Yeah, this after, is after this part. So, so after after this part. So, um, what I'm gonna do is when I when I tell tell you the part where to cut off, that's where we're gonna pick back up into the episode, and then I think we'll Got I'll end off with saying um, the ten bell salute. I'll count about how long do you think a ten ten bell salute would be? Thirty seconds. So I'll count about thirty seconds, and then I'll cut off the show. Sounds good. You ready? Then this is where you will cut off that little tangent. So this is going to be a very short episode for us. Um, we do want to thank you as listeners. So if you have any favorite Bray Wyatt memories, please feel free to share it with us. So at this point in time, I'm going to ask Tim to give us the 10 bell salute for a living uh, a legend in his own right, Bray Wyatt. Okay, that's edited in now. And would you like to end the show, sir? Or do you want me to do it? Well, I was counting to 30 seconds. Oh, my bad. And with that, uh, I want to end the show with this. Um, no matter who you are or where you are in your life, life's journey, you're always welcome here. And we will send our deepest love and praise to the Wyndham family during this moment of time. This is Dr. Love for the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love signing off.